Hello and welcome to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit O'Neill's.com for all the latest offers. Well boys, we're here in Sydney, half an hour before throwing in the Victoria versus New South Wales game, two hours before throwing in Kilkenny Galway in Spotless Stadium. Amazing to be here. It is great actually, yeah. It is, it is a different warm-up that we've used to doing. Doing the, doing the podcast instead of doing the stretching and the striking over the bar, but yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard with the game faces on and <laughs> trying to get the heart pump and the next thing we'll come in here and bring things back down a bit and have <laughs> nice and control and let's have a, a good old chat about what's ahead, lads. There's a big stadium out there. The weather is fantastic. The sod is perfect. Giggles, what are we going to see today? I don't know. Like, it's been five weeks, I suppose, since we won the state championship. We've had three training sessions. Two of them went quite well. The first one, not so well. The lads hadn't done anything. By all accounts, New South Wales are, are raring to go. Uh, they've done three weeks training. They weren't happy with their loss by eight points to us back in Victoria. So I think we'll have a tight game here. The pitch is looking well, so we're just looking forward to it. Isn't it just amazing to be part of the whole setup though today? We're beside the Kenny dressing room, having a few pucks on the pitch there a few minutes ago. You know, coming in through the security entrance, all that. It's been it's a it pretty is. special day, and we have some special guests coming up later on the show with us as well. So we're, we're very excited. You lads, but it's a weird kind of a nervous energy that we can have. You know, it's like it's not it's not a very important game, but it is important in the fact that we're here in the the Irish diaspora and we're playing in front of them. A lot of people in here around the ground, actually, I'd say I can guarantee I've never seen a hurley before. Um, so like we're actually showcasing what we do in Ireland over here so it's it's pretty exciting yeah and it's cool being in the bowels of the stadium here underground we're set up in a room beside the press conference that room that will host the press conference after the Kilkenny Galway game so we'll be able to grab a few boys as they as, as they exit that so yeah it's pretty cool now but we've only got five minutes before going out on the pitch ourselves so time is tight time is tight so we might just go Let's in get some Vaseline in the eyes there yeah. the sun is going to be rolling I'm, I'm glad you still located us right beside the Kilkenny dressing room there was no fear we were going to be beside the Galway dressing room was there Liam? well you wanted to speak to TJ after the match <laughs> so like, I wanted to make sure you had good access there TJ how do you hit the ball straight off the bat <laughs> every time <laughs> alright well we might leave it there for a couple of minutes then and we'll be back in after our match to have a quick chat and then post Kilkenny Galway Victoria Boo <laughs> Victoria Boo Legend of the Phoenix All ends with beginnings What keeps the planet spinning Ah, the force from the beginning We're now done in past the injury time Kelly has to go for distance The referee doesn't blow his whistle Ball comes out towards Donald Dunaway Blair have the ball. Patrick O'Connor sends it into the centre. They have to hold possession. The referee gets out of the way. Hand passes on. Donald O'Donovan is the left corner back. He hits it. He hits it. It's over the bar. Oh, holy Moses. What a match. I have never experienced on, anything like it. Blow it up, ref. Blow it up. Brian Gavin, blow up the final whistle. Surely he's looking at his watch and he's blown the final whistle. It's a draw for the second year in a row. Back in here after that game, Giggles, we're also joined by Aaron Cunningham, our teammate, and Claire Hurler. Aaron, how did you find that? Uh, it's tough going, all right, the heat is fairly intense, the uh, surface is probably different to what we're used to playing on, and uh, the ball coming in then wasn't the best either. So. <laughs> <laughs> From some players? Yeah, yeah we'll go with that. <laughs> Liam had six, six possessions, he was telling me, and we got six scores out of it, so yeah, fairness. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to question the management why it wasn't on the field for longer, really. That's true, and, that's a true. Goal, yeah. and a shot at goal, And a shot at goal. Yeah, leave it like that. A shot. It was on target, anyway. Uh, ah, look, it was great to get out there, but you could see New South Wales and Ferris probably had that bit more done. And in the end, that six-point margin was probably a fair result. Yeah, they, they have a good... I think they have something like five Newtown Chandron boys, and you could see the way they play hurling. It's all the short passing and... 
run and hand pass and, and, and they did it very effectively and they played a sweeper then in the whole first half and we had the wind and I think we had most, we must have hit 10 balls straight down to the sweeper like it was it was up with like what, what did the final score finish 3-18 to 2-15 it was a good scoring game like yeah high scoring game so. yeah, yeah and it was only 3 points in it with a minute to go they got a goal the last puck of the game so in fairness we were in it up until the end um, but look it was a great run out there in fairness on, on the pitch and coming out to a brilliant tune Freed from Desire was our yeah. walkout tune which was yeah. well received yeah I think we won the song anyway so yeah. we'll take that moral victory out of it today yeah well Kilkenny Galway now throwing in 15 minutes so we're just <coughs> underneath to stand here in the G.A. GA booth and we'll, we'll stop moving that microphone lad sorry lad and uh, we'll, we'll be going out soon to watch the game um, number of Kilkenny lads aren't talking with Park Welch injured Killian Buckley's injured TJ and Colin Finley aren't talking because they're playing Bally Hill I'm next week. I'm surprised weekend. TJ and Colin are over here. Like, yeah. I mean, for the club, Leinster clubs. I still come for week. a 10-day holiday with you. That's be, it. It's the kind of thing you'd be putting your name in the hat for, I think. Yeah. You'd be and, fresh. And Henry wouldn't be delighted now. No. <laughs> no, Bally Hill. No. I saw TJ with a hurl there poking around. I say he's keeping his eye in and he'd be all right. We could, we could have done with him there in midfield for the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could have had him there hitting the last three there at the end when we needed one. Yeah. When white there. What's your plan anyway, Hammy? Are you around in Melbourne for another year or are you going to go back and uh, try to No, my plan is to be here. I've uh, extended my visa and got on really well the first year. And so we have to try and mark you again next year. Uh, you <laughs> no hassle with it last year anyway, so another year on, I don't think you'll struggle too much. And what do you think of Clare's chances next year after that? Actually, yeah, I actually think they have a great chance uh, this year coming. I think last year will stand to them hugely because after maybe two or three poor years, it kind of was a confidence booster. They were a point off Galway. And um, I don't think Limerick would have fancied playing Clare because Clare gave him nine or ten point beating earlier in the year. Yeah. So we'll never know how it would have went, but definitely I think they have a good shot at it next year. Yeah. And like fierce excitement around next year's championship already after the yeah. year that's gone. When we know what's coming with the round robin next year. There's the built-in guaranteed week break for every team as well. No excuses for Watford this yeah. year, giggles. <laughs> and I think it's going to be a fantastic year next year. Like you know, buzzing for it already, thinking about it. Um, but just to take it back to the local Melbourne Victorian Championship, the end of the year, the final this year was between Gary Owen, myself and Giggles' club and Wolf Tones, which was Aaron's club. And we were winning by two points, minute to go, penalty awarded. Aaron Cunningham steps up, <laughs> takes the penalty. We were A dubious penalty in the first place, we'll, that's, we'll, we'll say that much, but a penalty no less. Aaron, what happened after that? Um, I think Niall O'Connor caught a ball in the edge of the square and was mauled to the ground. <laughs> uh, referee rightly called the penalty and uh, I Who took it? stood up to take it myself <laughs> and um, after the ball rifled its way into the back of the net, <laughs> the referee decided that the toe of my boot was over the 21 layered line that didn't even exist on the field of play. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> the goal was ruled out and it was shortly followed by the final whistle. <laughs> Like the drama that went on in that last minute in that yeah. match was, I yeah. never seen nothing like it. Have you ever seen an end to a game like that? No, it was absolute hectic, <laughs> and it was almost like everybody was waiting for something like this to happen. And then when it did happen, yeah. it kind of drew out the way everyone was expecting drama at the end. But I think if you look back on the game and the championship as a whole, I think Wolf Tones were probably lucky to be in it for the last five minutes, and we just started firing high ball in, hoping to get a goal and. We got a chance to get one, but I think, to be fair, Gary Owen probably four or five better on the day anyway. Oh, good. Very kind, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's a good old championship, though, isn't it? It's, it's competitive. Great. It is brilliant, yeah. yeah. Have you, did you enjoy the hurling this year? Obviously, you went from playing in February in the seven aside and nine aside, then into the slog of the 15 aside in June, yeah. where the scores are down nearly to single digits. Yeah. No, it's why it's so good, is because um, you have to adapt. You're playing with six lads one day, eight lads the next day, and then you're back in full 15, and you have to be able to play all of the games obviously in the games with shorter numbers you're kind of more orientated around goals and then it changes the points and team play like so it's probably one of the only places that in such a short period of time you're playing three completely different games competitions really like and did you see yourself play so much hurling when you were coming out to melbourne for the, for the year not at all no my my intention was no hurling whatsoever <laughs> didn't bring any sort of helmet hurley nothing with me and um I was living in a house then with four lads and come Christmas time, the four boys were going training Tuesdays and Thursdays. I was sitting at home watching MasterChef or something. So <laughs> something I had to give. And uh, I went back and I can honestly say I've never enjoyed hurling like it. It's just the culture around it, the crack with the lads. And then you even see the Victorian Championship, like 
it was fierce while it was in play and then now we come together for state games and the bond is unreal great crack and, and training yeah on the state games we've talked about it on the show before it's the four teams of Melrose come together and same in the other states how did you find that particular tournament because it's quite unique that it's played over three or four days yeah and obviously to be on the winning team yeah, and a clear manager watching on <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I was actually away for the preparation of the state games so I wasn't sure if I'd be able to play and then came back and told the lads I'd only love to play if I could and got involved and like it's some weekend to be fair and uh you know, we picked up great momentum, and then I suppose just before the final, while Courtney was burning the bush just in the smoke lurking in the background, <laughs> <laughs> it was like something out of a movie. I could see Don Maloney staring at me through the fire. But, uh, <laughs> coincidence has it, Don was out on holidays with his wife, and uh, they were out to watch a relative play in ladies' football and go. wasn't aware of a hurling game. So, uh, I don't even think he stuck around to see much of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was behind me watching it. <laughs> he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a great tournament. Like, to be fair, like, we lost that game, but the team Victoria had this year was, was a very strong team. Like, yeah. I don't think anyone got within seven points of us. No. And that's, that's not to take away from the team. It's just that we had a very, very yeah. strong team. And when you're the home team, then, I guess, you get to stay in your own bed. You have all your players available. There's no one... There is a bit of a, just definitely an advantage. And, and looking back through the role of honour, you often see that the home state does prevail normally mm. in those. But, yeah, it was great for Victoria to come out on top and you boys did us proud. And it was a, a brilliant few days in Melbourne. We haven't had a podcast since, actually. We were due to have one that week, but it just didn't happen with all, all that was going on. But um, looking forward to another great year in Melbourne, kicking off in only probably six weeks' time. We'll be back training for, yeah. for the season again and be into the seven-a-side and nine-a-side, which will be great. And then all on to it again. Back to 35 degrees. And back to 35 degrees. Mm-hmm. Jeez, it was warm out there today. Very warm today. Yeah. There was a time there today I was kind of thinking, do you rather the hailstones or the heat? <laughs> think the heat uh, it's a bit more bearable than <laughs> it is it's more enjoyable anyway. West yeah. Clare somewhere <laughs> the hailstones coming sideways alright well look thanks very much for coming and talk to us Aaron we'll thanks leave it there it's 25 past 3 game's on 10 minutes we have to go up and take our seats but we'll be back after the game and hopefully we'll have a few people, players in to talk to us thanks Aaron thanks cheers Ian Sean Gills travelling in a fight Trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under? Well, we're back here in G'day GEA studio underneath the stand after an unbelievable game of hurling between Kilkenny and Galway and we're delighted to be joined by Killian Buckley making some time for us. Thanks, Killian, for coming in and have a chat with us. Don't worry, that's great to get into Killian, describe the ending of that game for us. Ah, look, it's, it's, it's sickening there now, to be honest. Um, like what I'm saying to you, all things relative, I suppose. Um, it's fierce disappointed restroom inside there. Um, haven't been maybe 10, 12 points up um, earlier on in the game. Uh, it's we, we, we would have liked to say we, we, we would have seen it home from there, but Galway being Galway, uh, three points was always going to be a dangerous lead with the, with the, with the way their full forwards were firing there. And, um, and then the free taking was just a bit of a sickener in the end. We kind of had the, the, the one up after was a three and uh, then turned it around. So, yeah, and all the dressing room and the boys and the management are sick above there. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of the way it panned out. And just to put it into perspective here, and you'll be listening to this, it's like this game was not a, an exhibition game. This was a full, full out for 60 minutes, 70 minutes game. Like there was no no team holding back. Cody was off the sideline halfway into the pitch again. <laughs> and like there was no way they wanted to win this. Did you also have got the red card? And we, we were, myself and Lee were walking in behind Killian there uh, on the way in, and there was no word out of Kilkenny lads that there was this. This actually actually hurt us, and you could hear in Killian's voice that this was. This was not a, an easy defeat. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's uh, definitely what's shining through in the dressing room there, I suppose. Uh, what was brought up beforehand was the was the round robin that Galway bet is in um, earlier on in the year, and obviously the Leinster final defeat then. So we felt just to see out 2019, it would have been nice to, or 2018, yeah. it would have been nice to be going into the new year, kind of knowing um, 
that we were we were ready to rock. But ah, look, um, it was close at the end. But again, Galway have come out on top. And the team, the team is in great shape, aren't they? Like both yeah. both squads are looked in serious shape. Yeah, sure. I suppose like lads would have been in club action up until a few weeks ago, but that's kind of the, the nature of it now. There's not much of an off season. No, Even things like sure. this will will uh, will help by stay in shape. But no, I think uh, like obviously it was, it was said in the dressing room there beforehand. Uh, six, the six backs that played in the Limerick. Uh, the Limerick defeat of the summer, uh, none of them were available today, so we lined out with six backs there, and uh, like a, a fair few lads put their hand up, all, like yeah. forgetting the result for a minute. I think lads did, yeah. did uh, play well there, you know. So um, yeah, like, and it was a score fest. Like in yeah. fairness, like for the neutrals here, who came along today, and it's some Australians in the crowd. I had some Australian relatives watching on with us. They loved it. Yeah. You know, it was a great exhibition. of hurling had sending offs. It had goals. Lots of points. Yeah. A controversy at the end with James Owens, I think, blowing a 30 seconds shy of the three minutes. With Walter Walsh putting the ball over the with bar. With Walter Walsh <laughs> putting the ball over the bar. And we walked in actually with James Owens, myself and Shawnee, and we said to him, well, James, did you enjoy that? No. <laughs> That's why he said. Yeah. I think Mr. Cody made a beeline for him at the end of full time. I don't know what was said now, but he didn't look too happy anyway that you, you blow up a... a a ball in development play. Do you know what I mean? It was a strange way he kind of blew it up. Yeah, look, Wally had 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 a point nailed there at the end, so it would have been nice to see how that play, all right. But look, um, maybe they, these things even themselves out over the hour. But uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll have a few people answer to maybe later on. But look, uh, as might appeal it, Killian. You might get another week out of it. Yeah, no, <laughs> might we get a replay we next weekend. We were saying to be happy to, to when when they were going ahead with the freeze there, we'd we'd have the replay in two years' time, and it would have been it would have been a grand way to finish it. But uh, yeah, look. Um, has it been a good few days, though, Keen? Obviously, I know, aside from the result, you arrived out You arrived out here on Tuesday. I know you've been doing lots of media, which you love doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, that, that came with it, obviously. We, we got out a few days earlier to do um, a few duties like that, but uh, squeeze in as much as we could in a few days, and we were up on top of the bridge, and we've been in a few uh, nice spots, Cafe Sydney, and that. We've been wined and dined and that, so, um, yeah, no, the formalities that came with it, but we were kind of... Uh, had after the game here, Mark, so it'll kind of take off now for the next few days. Looking forward to the other side of it, I suppose. So. <laughs> That's good too. Yeah. And it was great to see TJ and Colin travel as well, come yeah. out. I know they're obviously involved in club action next weekend. Yeah, no, the, 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 there was a question mark over whether the lads would come out, but um, no, they, they said they'd, they'd get out for a few days and join the team, and they've, they're kind of doing their own bit of training there. Like I said, we were out here yesterday, and they got a good blowout in that as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, good blowout in that heat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no harm, warm weather training, you know. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's great that the boys made it out in the end, yeah. yeah. And Killian, obviously, you're struggling a bit yourself at the moment with a, with a bit of an injury. How are you looking prognosis wise? Yeah, no, it's been slow, been a frustrating year. Um, tendon uh, injury and uh, nursing it over the last few weeks, um, but still uh, not much progress now, to be honest. So, kind of again, earmarking the return home to get down to a proper rehab program and get it ready for the new year, but being fierce for strength now. And we've had it since. March, April, the end of the league, mm-hmm. and it's carried. Yeah, so I've learned. Yeah, um, I would have preferred. Um, at the time, I thought it was something very small, but would have preferred a prognosis of a, a kind of a broken bone yeah. or a diagnosis rather than. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's turned into a mess of me. But um, look, let that put a, a line in the sand for 2018, and hopefully, it can get it started yeah. for for the for the new year. And obviously, Kenny was a massive year this year for you, being captain of Kenny after Dixborough, yeah. bridging the the 24-year gap last year and win, and win the county final and obviously to go on and win the league must have been fantastic yeah. as captain in, in the, those first few months when I remember it was announced that the winners of the league were going to come here he lost the first two games yeah. I was like oh that's that guy like, Kenny, yeah. there's no chance to Kenny be coming and next minute he went on this run in the league yeah. and ended up winning the cracking league final against Tipperary yeah no it was great a fierce excitement I suppose to the end of what is now yeah, a year ago um, uh, when the Borough won the championship fierce honour then to bring into the the intercounty setup and better again to lift some silverware, even though it was probably the, the smaller the three I'd hoped to win. But I suppose the small consolation was we did get a trip down here, down under. So it was good way back in April to have that to look forward to and that. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're uh, reaping the rewards of getting to see Sydney and that from that league and win. But no, it was great. Um, it's great. I suppose we all have, like yourselves, um, we all have family or some connection out here and it, probably the GA that. Uh, Brings everyone together in our short time here, so I know it's great to see club mates, family mates, um, friends, and and, and uh, link up with everyone while we're here. So I know it's been it's been a great few days and another few uh, good nights maybe to come. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think you'll be able to kick back now from now that your media request will be yeah. over in an hour's time. Yeah. You can enjoy the rest of the trip. But just quickly on on the championship last year, obviously it was the new format. 
and you had the games back to back and went on that run for a few weeks as a player club commitments aside I know you were battling through a bit of an injury but did you enjoy it as a player playing in that new format yeah I suppose uh, maybe I'm not the, the best answer because I was frustrated with an injury and that and I was crying out for a, just a three or four week block there time where I could sit back and just uh, maybe nurse the thing because what did start off as a, a niggle kind of turned into a bit of a crazy injury so from that point of view it was frustrating and I I, I, I kind of did like the, your, your training for a, a semi-final you have a kind of four week block there if you win it you have a reward there of another three or four weeks in but that just didn't exist there this year and it was definitely the challenge of uh, of, of injuries and you're kind of you, you have a match on a Sunday or recovering and nearly preparing for the next one at the same time so run of games and more games great but was an extra challenge 100% um, so uh, look it seems to be uh, the way they're moving forward with it next year as well they've kind of rejigged it so that everyone has a has a fair go at the break Yeah. but um, look that's just something we're going to have to adjust to because um, that's the way it's going to be for, for next year and probably beyond now so mm. it's, it's, a, it's an extra challenge alright but um, yeah, hopefully after the year that we put down, we'll, we'll take some experience out of it and how better to manage it, maybe. Yeah, and I think obviously Kenny aside, it was probably a vintage year for Hurling. Like yeah. as a neutral looking on, there was fantastic games all the way through, from start to finish in that round robin series, and then obviously into the All Ireland series. Yeah, Even the Kenny Limerick game, being a Kenny man myself, obviously disappointed, but yeah. un- unbelievable games. Like, was, uh, yeah. You know, it was a great advertisement for Hurling. I think this year in particular, yeah. especially with the football was flagged with the Super Eights, never never ignited. Do you see Killian? Uh, say like you, you're obviously playing your county now a couple of years. Do you see obviously the commitment and stuff you have to put in? Do you see a, a point in the future where you're gonna it's becoming professional or semi-professional at the very least? Yeah, it was probably like we've even got to touch in with a few of the AFL guys over here and like seeing how how they train and and, and that you, you would envy them like you know yeah. it would be great to be able to bring that back home because. Um, I'd like to think people who saw saw the game there today and saw that the top players from Kilkenny and Galway would, would would appreciate that from an athletic point of view we're not far off the, the AFL boys um, and that so um, like the, look since I started yeah this was my seventh year on, on the on the Kilkenny panel um, the the commitment and the time you give both the training and the recovery and the just keeping yourself right off the field has definitely even gone up in those seven years and probably will continue to rise for the next couple of years again but um, again it's just trying to adapt to it and it's kind of kind of happens there unknown yeah. to yourself and you just have to I suppose um, you just have to try to keep with it or, or, or you will fall behind but the commitments that that, that you do give it are are uh, are definitely high I suppose but at the end of the day it's our choice and, and we love yeah. doing it and we, we know nothing else and um, not for a minute would, it, would I ever take a step one away from it uh, for that reason I, yeah. I love giving it the commitment that, that it does involve definitely yeah but you'd love to be able to go home and have a, have a recovery sleep instead of going to work on that's exactly morning. it yeah that's the, that's the, that's the part I'm on about that yeah. I envy yeah that's I suppose that's the, the, the professional lifestyle of it yeah and we you, can, you can definitely see it though like, when, like even just the body shapes and people out there like and how lean they are like you can see just from previous intercounty teams, like they're much, they're much more leaner now. Like, but I'm, I'm presuming you get um, skin fall tests and all that as well. But like, they're definitely up there with the, the higher echelon of, of professional sport here in Australia. Like, you see the, yeah. the Gaelic footballers when they come out here for the international rules, and like they're they're only a touching distance away from the AFL players. Like, so you can definitely see it in in, in your setup and you like you're in, you look like like you're injured and you look like tip top shape ready to go already. Like. Yeah, no, it's definitely become a part of it, the whole, again, going back to the, what, what things have changed in the seven years there, the, the sports science and the, and, and the stuff behind it has, has um, come in and become more important. And uh, Lads enjoy keeping themselves in shape now and the whole gym has become more important than that. And it's like a lifestyle now, really. Yeah, it is. It? Yeah, yeah. it is, even in every day, outside of the sport, yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's happening. So it's, it's no surprise then that um, I suppose that your, your inter-county team players and that are, are really... The, the next level again, yeah. you know. So, um, you know, the, the, the physiques of lads now, yeah. even see, um, like, we obviously have a few as well, but some of them Galway lads are huge, you know. Massive, so, uh, yeah, the, S, the, the SNC side of it is, is something that uh, we're, we're kind of targeting to, to, to take to the next level again, yeah. yeah. And Killian, obviously, you now you, you said the seven years that you're involved in that setup, obviously, you started that learn final in 2012, the replay yeah. against yeah. Galway, yeah. kind of just thrown in midfield, picked yeah. the second day. Like to think that that was that long ago now. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's it's crazy yeah, how much hurting has gone between in, in those number of years. Yeah, no, it, 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 I suppose you're, you're always warned back then. You're warned that your intercounty career goes by in a in a flash. So um, 
yeah, looking back, even in the seven years, I'd like to think maybe of another seven. I don't know, but um, you're definitely taking year on year now, and and and, and um, try and try and appreciate while it's here because it, it has flown, flown by so far. But look, the, the initial years had some great success. Obviously, the last few years disappointed with with uh, not getting to an All Ireland final and going to the final step and reaching it. But uh, I like to think we're not a, a million miles away, and uh, that 2019 to come will be one of the chasing pack. Fingers crossed, Killian. Look, we won't keep you any longer. You've got some other commitments to take care of, so really appreciate you making the time to come and chat with us. You might have heard there as we were just talking, that was the Galway lads, I think. Yeah, it was. <laughs> roaring and screaming. But yeah. uh, look, fingers crossed we can do a number on him next August and we'll have Lee McCarthy yeah, back yeah, by yeah, the door we'll again. Give, we'll give him this one um, if we can get that one back. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Killian. Well, cheers. Thanks very much, Killian. Cheers. Guy Henry stood up to a penalty, toughest penalty he was ever going to face in his life, you know, everything riding on it. He just buried it, you know, and... And was it a penalty, Brian, do you think? Well, Dermot Kerwin certainly gave a penalty. I mean, I, I, if you want to start wondering about all of the phrase in the course of the game, you'll have a fairly, fairly busy time, as you think yourself as a penalty, Marty. Well, I, I wasn't too sure, but it, it just seemed a little bit dodgy in, in the replay. I have no idea, Marty. Did you check all the other phrases as well to see where they dodgy <laughs> also? Maybe you should. Maybe you should. In, in terms of the referee, did you, were you pleased overall? I'm sure you are now, considering you've won the All-Ireland. But did you think he allowed a lot to go? Oh, Marty, please give me a break. With, uh, the referee, uh, referee, we're supposed to say nothing about referees. I make a habit of saying absolutely nothing about referees. During McCurvin, I was, I'm certain in my head was going out to be the very, very, very best he possibly could be. You seem to have had a problem with him. You tell me. to be joined here on G.A. with James Scahill and John Hanbury from Goblet Boys. Thanks very much for making the time to come in and have a chat with us after an unbelievable game of hurling down under. Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, it was what I call a real crowd pleaser. <laughs> 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 it's great for a difference actually, you know, playing in a dome. We, we, we never played in a dome stadium. So I know the pitch is a bit tight, but it's, it's just, it was, a change of scenery is always good. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was a tight pitch, wasn't it? It was like you, you scored you scored a point in one stage, did you? James, no, no I but that was kind of the, the good goal he scored. Sorry, James. Jesus. John, were you playing today? Yeah? I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually you know, it was a difficult game to play because if you notice the two sixty fives, there there was probably only five yards. Five yards. Yeah. So what happened was the whole thing just became really congested, mm. yeah. and it was hard to get into yeah. space and get a flow to the game, and it became really. Really physical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we were over the far side, and when Joe got sent off, was it a shoulder to the head, or what happened there? And if, from your point of view, I didn't see it. I was doing water the far side, and myself <laughs> and Ford Walsh were like, we didn't kind of see it full on though. We were kind of, we had a scuffle our side, so we were just recovering from that. Like we were getting burnt to a crisp over the far side. And so and so. <laughs> you were grand color there, John. Actually, yeah, for a redhead, yeah, I got scalded. So oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I actually didn't see it either. That's a good political answer. Yeah, no, no, I, but I asked him. I asked him, "What did you do?" And should the typical answer, "I didn't do anything." <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a reason you got a rape, but look, I don't know. I think it was fairly innocuous. I think it was probably a mixture of things. Kind of, Joe was going down to challenge, and your man was coming up at the same time. So it's just kind of calamity two hours. God, we have a history overseas, though. You know, getting into brawls like Boston now, Sydney. We have a man some, here. Some man, of us, yeah, right, a, a, a man here who ran eighty meters to get into a brawl. The, the first and last time he ran eighty meters yeah. to, get, right, <laughs> to get into a brawl in Boston, and yeah. I was very funny. Actually, I was in the Grace Hotel this morning where you were staying, and I bumped into Pod, the referee who was doing linesman there, and yeah, he yeah. said that they actually were going to have a word with Skell before the game. He did have a word. <laughs> yeah, he said that they were going to have a word because they actually were genuinely worried that it would kick off that because overseas you think the rules are different. Well, I, I suppose I started the whole situation. Not, not in Boston, no. I, I started the, the interrogation from Paul. We were on a cruise the other day, and I asked him, if, if in the event someone gets sent off, does it carry over at home? And he says, absolutely. He said, you're the, po- you're the poster boy for it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but as my father always said, look after your own. <laughs> yeah, the forest must have been delighted to see you come down 80 metres and do a rugby tack and get well, straight again, to it. it was a short pitch. 
It's was. true. Yeah, Your soccer was, pitch. Was, you was, wouldn't was, be doing it today. No, 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 no. <laughs> Twenty-six degrees. Oh, so Eighty meters is a generous number for that lad. Don't you know? Yeah. It was, it was, I covered it fairly well. I say it was a PB, wasn't it? You, you, you covered it fast. Like I'm not saying you were fast, and you fairly killed everyone that was in that round. The only time I ever did it, to be honest. I felt those runs. But boys, obviously, I know it was an exhibition game down here in Australia, but we had Killian Buckley on just before he came in there. Obviously, Killian wasn't involved today, but me and Shawnee walked in behind the Kilkenny team just after the presentation, and the boys were, were devastated. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. and you obviously we could hear you singing there when we're when we're interviewing Killian as well. Like, so yeah. anytime Kilkenny and Galway play, whether it's in a league match or championship, in a game in Australia, it meant something. And when you, like you said, you were down twelve was it twelve points at half time. Some stage we were down thirteen. And you yeah. knew all about it at half time. And we got some choice words at half time, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. But they were deserved. Yeah. You know, we, we, we didn't play at all to our potential in the first half. We were, re- we were behind everything. And so, concentration, you know, skill, touch, everything was just off. And so, yes, we got a, a bit of a third degree from the boss man, which is well deserved. Yeah. And it, as, as you can see, it changed our tune in the second half. Mm-hmm. But like you said, back to your earlier point, when you, if you play Kikini, I don't care, and give a card, you want to beat. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Simple yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. anybody you get them as a challenge game, and any, any any game, any venue, anywhere at all, it's, it'll turn into, it'll take a life of its own, you know what I mean? The competitive nature will take over. Yeah, but isn't that, isn't that great to see though down here? I know you've come out and you've been out in Bondi and Coogee and mm. on cruises and having yeah. a great time, but then today it was game on. Like, yeah, And you could even see Brian Cody at the end there into James yeah. Owens when that whistle was blown up. I think a lot of it is always like, it's just the natural competitiveness that, that a lot of GA players have. Like I remember the first Boston trip, you know, the second you got on the, f- I remember the one thing from that trip, and and it was the exact same here. Is like that atmosphere, you know, game. The atmosphere is all the same, yeah, you know. So that it, it's almost it like it's almost a reaction to it. You know what I mean? You don't actually control it. You're just like, okay, this is a match, yeah. therefore it's everything everything goes back yeah. to, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, just get into that mode without even knowing it. Like exactly, you know. So so just like yeah. you know that that kind of even like when we we played last year in Boston, and the four teams that were there, like the same thing and same thing today. It's just something that like each player just has a routine and. Thing you start, you know, game day gets into that routine, and then it's like any game, you know. But so even, even step closer to home, if we have yeah. our in-house games, yeah, they're nearly blue murder sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The closer you get to the actual match, our in-house games become Lethal. more heated. Yeah. You know, yeah. who who would be the who would be the, the main offenders now in the in-house games? Oh God, there's a few. Jeez. I'm not going naming a shame. I'll name a shame. I'll name a shame. I think Paul Killeen. Yeah, yeah. Kilbill. He, 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 he wheels the axe. He's, he's, we call him Kilbill. Yeah. He, he, he wheels the axe like when he's out yeah. there. Niall Burke. Niall Burke. Niall Burke. is tough. Yeah. If he shifts a slap, he'll give a slap. Do that kind of way? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, but he's never wrong. Do that kind of way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. There's, there's instigators and there's finishers, you know. Yeah. 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 The two boys you mentioned there are finishers. Like, they are finishers. You don't go messing with them now. You've got the guys in on the pitch who have to control other guys. Yeah. So case, case in point, this man here to my, to my right don't start this. gets very, how do you say, vocal. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> to, to you, James, in particular, no, or just in general? Yeah, actually, I do. It's I an do. array of things. It's an array of things. It's, it's to me, it's the lads around us. It's to, it's to himself. It's to <laughs> officials. Right. I've apologised more times with this man to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, won't, I won't tell any stories now because... <laughs> Go actually, ahead. Actually, we'll I will tell a story. Actually, go for it. Go for it. Go for it, James. One, one will do. One will do. I, I won't tell a now because he doesn't. He doesn't believe it happened, right? But no. it did happen. But I leave it there. But there was a, we played Leash in a league game, and it was a freezing cold night. And then we were we we're beating Leash handsomely, to be honest. And uh, they're probably in the region of five minutes left. And these two corner forwards come on, two nippy corner forwards, and they just started Fast. running left, right, and centre. Like you know, we're probably up 10, 15 points. And your man starts talking to himself and then he starts talking to me with this fucking corner forward, like, oh, for God's sake, why can you just stand the one spot? <laughs> so he starts grabbing to go forward, like, you know. And the umpire then tells me to tell John. So I proceed to tell John. John then tells me to tell the umpire. <laughs> 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 this, this is a man's game umpire. <laughs> <laughs> well, just a small lighthearted story, but that's... Oh. that's that's a little sprinkle of what you get with this man. <laughs> That's the joys of playing in the full back line, though, John, isn't it? Like chasing lads, chasing, chasing lads. fast lads. I saw your man. He's a he's a very good hurler. Um, is it Sheehan from Kenny? Somebody club Dixborough. Yeah, I mean, Bill is it? Yeah, Bill, yeah. yeah. He, he was going sideline to sideline, and I just thought whoever's marking him is going to collapse a heat stroke. <laughs> going, and I think it was Sean and Aaron kept him, and I was like, Gee, the right man though, the right man, the right man, yeah. like, and the only, only guy probably who could keep up to him. Yeah, was the guy just stay with him. I mean, we did the runs 
we did runs there at training and when we trained here I think yesterday and I nearly collapsed after a few of them and then the I was heat. watching uh, the heat alone like mm. in, can't, and, you can't get your breath like yeah no. and he was going sideline to sideline and I was going whoever saw him that lad off with you you know because he was <laughs> he was he was bombing it you know no but forgiveness back there like yeah. no no that's what relationship and now come in but yeah. that's, is, yeah. it is funny though the difference compared to playing in Boston is playing here and it was only 26 degrees here today yeah it, it was up in the 30s here last week yeah like you were lucky we missed the heat wave I think you missed we? the heat yeah. wave but it actually felt maybe I'm wrong now but I Personally speaking, it felt warmer. Oh, it was what? Well, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you now. Our game before, we played the game before. It felt like about 40 degrees. It was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Like the fighters mm. saying, they just couldn't get their breath. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, just mm. couldn't, they couldn't get their breath. Because we, we played, we played. I think we played in like in Dubai in 15. We played, I think Abu Dhabi and the guys, and that was like 33. And but that wasn't as bad as today. Do you remember the clear replay? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. First day. They, yeah. they, they, they were, were scorchers and turtles. You know? But they didn't oh, feel. The heat wave but you get, yeah. you could get your breath. Yeah. yeah. It was very humid here today. That's yeah. what Sydney. Sydney gets very humid, yeah. which makes it really, really hard. Yeah. But how you had the session here yesterday, um, like you touched on playing on, on on the oval side pitch, and was it different mm. with the fans being a bit further away? Obviously, it wasn't a sellout here today, but they I, just there was still an atmosphere there. I'm not sure in the last ten minutes. I was trying to think. You know the way the the, the stadium is. I don't know what the stadium. The way it's it's shaped. Yeah. Maybe it's because it was a dome that it actually. The, the noise still like the decibel level was still high you okay, know cool. like when you're, you take, take an example when we got the equalising goal near the end that was a, that was a good roar that was a good roar and yeah. it felt like the stadium if you close your eyes you think the stadium was full mm. yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. so I don't know whatever way it was but I don't think there's any difference in the sound that way yeah. But it was, um, I was excellent. It was good. Yeah, no. there's a couple, there's a couple of things that have the acoustics to it, you know, because like I even like not to blabber on about Fenway, but that time, like that's a si- similar, you know what I mean? It's kind of a diamond, so therefore, like, and the in Boston, you have the, the, the monster, big monster, the monster. So you're far away from the fans, yeah. and it was very, and that even that day, like I remember chatting to a couple of guys, and they were saying the same thing. It was like it felt like Crow Park, and it's a similar thing, like when the stadium, you know, the acoustics in that place, even today, as you said for the goal, I thought as well for after the anthem, I was like, God, yeah. that's that's a. Uh, I looked. Uh, I was standing with a couple of the Kilkenny lads on the sideline. They were kind of looking the same way. Like, Jesus, that's a fair old roar all the place. And then, as you said, the goal. Sure, that's always yeah. going to get. I noticed you didn't sing the words national anthem either. Huh? I noticed <laughs> you didn't sing the words national anthem either. Okay, well, I was about seventy yards away from you. How could I'm you sing yeah. singer? I'm always watching you, John. Look out for you. I might bring you back to, that, to the years that you just had. Then it was a, it was very successful. Sure. Liam brings me to the microphone. Don't worry. <laughs> John always moves the microphone. It, you look like you were unbeatable up until probably about the end of June and you were on a roll and you were all Ireland champions and then I put, I put it to you like did you kind of run out of juice and, and, and did the injuries take its toll or what, what, was your, what was your take on um, why you didn't win the All-Ireland this year? No, we, we, we actually, I, I don't think any of us discussed it since. No, I, I don't I, think we had, a, we had a collective meeting yeah. to, to kind of debrief if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so what I'm going to say now is just my opinion only. Yeah, so yeah. We played, I think, was it nine championship games? Nine or, yeah, nine. I think. So like in previous years that could have won you two All-Irelands and being the semi-finals next All-Ireland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like when we won the Ireland in 17, we played, was it five now? Uh, you went to Kilkenny route. Five, we, yeah. We, we played five we games. Yeah, know. I think it was five. Or six, maybe six, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Not, it was five. So, and we peaked in the final. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So this year we played the nine and so we could have done without the two replays. And it, not that we ran our steam, but just when you're, when you're at that level and every team is training us to such an optimum and they're aiming to peak at the same time, a game here or a game there could ultimately just wear you out there a couple of percent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think yeah. especially we were just talking to Killian about the round robin as well. Because yeah. you had the back to back this year, Killian was saying what well, he would have done for a four week break there during the year this year because he was had a bit of a niggle of an injury. Indeed, yeah, like, so like you know, you know like, I I'd always look at the NFL and do this sixteen weeks, eighteen weeks in a row. So mm. anyone who gets injured is, is ultimately their season's almost over. Yeah. So then when you come to the round robin situation, like we weren't too bad because we got a week in between. We got we, we got two yeah. week two. Do you know what I mean? Two. Whereas some teams got four in a row. I don't think any team that got four in a row won a game. Is that right? Uh, we're the only one. We're we were maybe the only one, but that like one that uh, they won the fourth game. But say for example, some teams went like their bye was the last round. I think Offaly was the last round they got yeah, the bye. Yeah. So therefore, essentially, they get four games in a row. Yeah. You know they got the short straw basically. So like yeah, and like someone who who got the bye in the first day. Uh, Wexford got the bye in the first Wexford, day. Yeah, exactly. so when they came to the end of their tether. That's very hard. You know, they had to beat Kilkenny to qualify. Yeah. And again, ultimately. And they had that game one and they, they left to go. But exactly. They're, they're, it's, yeah. it was just, it was like a snowball effect. The more you try to claw it back. Yeah. yeah. Even to, I would say even to add a week to that, to that round rob would make it perfect. You know what I mean? Like if you yeah. got, if you had two weeks in there that just broke it up that extra bit, you know what I mean? They've done that now. So Leinster's done, done it. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, and that's the right know, thing, it's, you know? It's, it's, it's actually not even the physical element. It's the mental. No, it is. Because you're getting up for a game. Then when you have the game, you're you're kind of processing the game for a couple of days. Then you're trying to park it immediately, 
and then get up for the next game all the while we're training do you know what I mean and working and working that's the thing that's what we said yeah. to Killian like if you know we Giggles asking the question around semi-professional professionals and what way is it going but if you had those few days recovery and you were in, you know and you had the week off mm. back to back to back is probably fine yeah but yeah. when you're going in you're going to work on Monday or maybe Tuesday at a stretch mm. and yeah, you're getting like, up like that's it's not easy doing four or five I, weeks I in a row so. I think from years previous like when you think you look at the, the, the profession of, of, of most players nowadays right they're in a management position or they're in a state job so it takes an awful lot of you know intellectual energy you could say yeah. To go to go do their work. Do you yeah. mean? I'm not sure about John now, but most of us, right? Most of us, right? So it takes a lot of integration with public students, etc. So, like that, that didn't weigh weighs on top of it. Then you've got your, your relationships at home, your family, who are trying to get every bit of information out of you possible. Yeah. How things are going and that kind of. So it, it comes way. with experience. Though. A couple of years, if you're in a few years in the panel, you you begin to learn how to deal with all these situations. So that's why it's, I, I I was chatting to Tom Mannon, Mannon, another guy, he's not here on the trip at the minute, but he found it very taxing yeah. to try and you know, manage the whole lot. But again, with a couple of years, that'll, that'll become yeah, second yeah, nature yeah. to him. You know? Yeah, I think it's a new, it's kind of a new process. The GA doesn't seem to have you know, a grasp of yet. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, rugby have it down to a T, soccer have it down to a T, but again, they've, they've transitioned over to it. Like, I think, you know, GA... That's because they, the, they have a set group of players, you see. I understand and that. They can, they can manage their players like yeah, and but the say, resources. Say you know. the training aspect of it, right? I think you could actually, if you could graph it out, like GA are probably maybe three years behind the rugby in yeah. in relation to like how we train, the processes that we do. But you can know, you, can the you imagine recovery right? side of it? Like, can you imagine if you were to put in a player management system and let's say the GA tour Galway, right? Galway, you can't play Joe Canning and Parry this week. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Like you're two, out two of your yeah. best players. Like what are you going to yeah. do there? That's what I mean. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if they're going by minutes, you know. And the mm. club could be on the following week then. That's it. Yeah. And the club they can't play. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the club month is, is a tricky one because That's April. I'm saying this no work to come. Is a, no, is a club month, but like you're coming out of the county league into your club and you're gone out ASAP then to get back ready for the championship. Mm. I just don't think it's feasible yeah. in the long run. I don't run. know, John. Would you reckon it's definitely about three years behind rugby? Uh, it's it's definitely caught up very quickly. But what yeah. I'm saying is that a lot of the stuff that we're now doing, you would have probably seen the rugby guys do about three All years. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying that like we're, yeah. we're, you know what I mean. We definitely, you know, I think we're learning a lot from them. You know she what I mean? Be a good back row now, in fairness. He's pretty horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> but like you guys, it's very clear look now. It's proven. It's proven. Data fed back to you from training sessions and you know gym sessions, your skin fall tests, you know all that stuff, hydration. Everything. Like in fairness, um, Lucas now and Rory, yeah. they, they brought it to a, a level that we I've never witnessed in person. No, with with the with GPS statistics. And do you enjoy that? Um, well, right. I, I stand in the ones, but anyway, so I don't really pay much attention. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. You see, he doesn't do a lot of running as well. You have to remember that. Like you know, the goalies go. Well, except when we do run and train, you see, there's. Like, I do. He's doing puckles. He's doing puckles. No, no, no. You I'm watch the three boys, right? And they just start jogging. <laughs> oh, they go. Now it's time for goalie drills. You know what I mean? My God. Do they, they get away with that? Oh, I, I, I've always said Christian Connor is a goalie coach <laughs> Claire Matt, James' brother yeah. and I've always said I'd love to bring down definitely you John <laughs> for a goalie session and see how long you last there's, a, there's a challenge there for you John yeah. oh he'd be cribbing and crying oh jeez yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a love-hate relationship we should get a little said. segment here the James Cahill goalie challenge <laughs> yeah. the first man we might run through it actually is our own goalie Ronan Castle yeah. he, he could do with a bit of a, a run through the James Cahill school of excellence so where do, what, what do you want to know about him now <laughs> yeah. oh, we know all about I have a lot of information <laughs> this man Ronan Castle is a club mate of ours and Gary Owen he was in goal for Victoria there in the first game today could have done with a bit of coaching for that second goal he got frozen in the headlight <laughs> <laughs> and was that just him his natural ability or was there alcohol involved in that now no uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it won't, it won't, no fairness he minded himself last night all, all the boys did because we didn't want to put ourselves to shame when we were the, the curtain raised it to yourselves so. it's good breeding there now yeah. with the Connellys yeah exactly yeah, it's yeah. great breeding that man so yeah. no excuses no <laughs> 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 I sure? guarantee you if he was here right and he was sitting beside me He'd be clipping me just as much as <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> oh, yeah. No problem. And all of us here as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. We're all the one boat. But, but he's, yeah, what an amazing trip, though, to come out to, out to Australia. Insane. Like, Insane. you know, and I said to Killian beforehand about, you obviously won the Ireland, so you knew you were coming. And Kilkenny mm. then coming into the start of the year, there was whoever won the league was coming. Yeah. Mm. And Kilkenny lost the first couple of games, ended up winning, ended up coming. Like, were you looking forward to it? Obviously, you lose an Ireland, it doesn't get any lower than that. Yeah. But at what point... And this year, did you start picking up God? We're actually going to Australia I, I in think, a few weeks. Do you know, we were kind of distracted with the two of us because I'm, I'm speaking mm. for the two of us now. Yeah. Our, our club championships, as they do notoriously, run a bit late. Yeah. Last week, uh, so, like, we, we, we were betting the senior semi final on Sunday by the, Point, the minimum, yeah. like so. So, my, 
I'll be straight with you. I, I didn't think of Australia at all yeah. until mm. two days after the semi final. This man was beaten the week before, you know, so it's kind of. More than one point. But we more than one point. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't. We knew it was there. It was something to look forward to. You could plan, you know, you knew it, it was kind of positive energy looking forward, you know. And like, but we were distracted with our own clubs. And then the d- disappointment of losing our club was then overshadowed by coming over to Australia, meeting yeah. the boys again. Yeah. So Great to come together and go get some, get some sunshine. Oh, it's huge, yeah. actually. Because yeah. the last time we saw each other, we were, you know, we were after suffering a defeat yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. You know? yeah. So yeah. it's good to come, get, like you said, into sunshine. Uh, although the first yeah I won't I got burnt up Lads, I, I was in the hotel this morning what, like, the amount of guy will go around sunburnt on their feet and their <laughs> shins and we won't, we won't well tell. I'm fine I, tell you one I thing. couldn't believe it I was like surely someone's telling them lads put the cream on yeah I got I got the arms are right once but I think there's two <laughs> boys going on I'm looking at his legs here right They're John pale, like, you know? if I put Avmore across your chest <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be like a cart in the milk I swear to God <laughs> That is insane. Well, that's good. He's been sun, he's been sun smart. That's the right, that's the right I, thing. I, I don't frequent the tannin beds as much as Kells. So yeah. you know, I don't fit in the tannin bed. I can't fit in it. He's <laughs> to go in in two halves. There's, there's an Excel bed there somewhere. There, yeah. Oh, stop. Who, who do you fancy, James or, or John, at the weekend? Thomas's or Mellows? Uh, I met this call already. Did you? Um, I called it straight after the Mellows game, and I'm I'm back in Mellows to be Thomas's. Do you think so? Yes, I do. Yeah. Big call. There are there. Are, Organisation and club level is, is often the key to success, you know, and they're supremely organised. Okay. We, we would have counted ourselves as being supremely organised. And again, it was proven that the two of us were at the same level last week, so I think Mellows are a well, well drilled outfit. Well managed, too. So. Is there uh, some wonder sensation playing? Is it Mellows he's playing with? Some corner forward I was reading in the paper. That's our week. guy, Jared Mannion. Oh, is it? Yeah, he's. Wow, he's a serious operator. Yeah, big things coming for that. But he, he'd have a similar temperament to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he'd be flying at all. Like we're kind of in the air down there, you see. You know, we're on the same life path. So when I was his age, at like 21, 22, yeah, I could be red hot sometimes <laughs> 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 mentally. <laughs> so, but he's an excellent talent, Charlie Mannion. Excellent yeah, talent. He you know, he's. I would expect him, or no, I would. I'd say I would expect him to be in here with us in a few weeks' time. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. Boys, while we're on the club, right? Obviously, yeah. the. The Intercounty Championship last year took a huge hit to the club, seeing whether or not what, what, what county yeah. you are, whether it's Kilkenny, Galway, Waterford, whatever. Do you think there's nothing to be said for, for condensing the All-Ireland series where it was played off over 10, 12, week, 12 weeks in total? Oh, I think so, yeah. And then you had your club championship dedicated because yeah. while we had the round robin, which was great, we still then padded out the rest of it. Yeah. You know, I know it ended in August. Yeah. When was the county final going to be played in Galway? Uh, it's it's just no, no different. No different. No, when, it's the exact same, I think. When was the Kilkenny county final played? Two weeks ago. Same as ever. Yeah. So like we we have brought back the other and final back to August supposedly to free up things hasn't freed up anything. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, I know. Like I think and we the, the club player which is 95 percent and obviously yourselves when you go back as well. Yeah. Like something needs to be done there where we go look lads either we have to go on with the club without the county which no one wants mm. to do, or do we make it that we just run off the other series over tw- over twelve weeks? I, I'd be uh, I'd be in the boat of like there's a lot of. Uh, how would you say fat to the year in the intercounty year? You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of preseason excess stuff, stuff like excess, like yeah. Like, there's there's a lot you, know, you know the Walsh Cups now. Exactly. Get, get rid of them. Yeah. So, because they're, I'll be straight up, right? Yeah. We don't like playing them. You know who, the who, like, who likes hurling generally? Like? Oh, it's just so difficult. You know, you know and, what I mean? and you're getting like you're getting frozen pitches. You're getting you know. I remember because we played in the college and that was. I remember we played like Carlo in Carlo for NUI oh, back. I think it was on a Tuesday night. Throw in was at eight o'clock. Do you remember the game? 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 you remember the game? Do 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 you remember the game? We won't, we won't talk, we won't go into detail here, Scal. That was a clean sheet that night, actually. But no, like, <laughs> he's well able to do this on horn. But uh, no, like, I think with the club thing, like, especially in Galway, what I found is that, like, the, the, we have a lot of kind of guys, uh, even from my own club, for example, we had games postponed because we have guys playing both hard and football. Oh, you know disaster. Dual I mean? county disaster. That is a disaster, like, you know, because even, for example, I was in a group stage uh, two years ago and we had ourselves and Anna Down. Obviously, Damien Comer plays both and Eamon Brannigan plays both. And they were playing in the, I think they're playing the league final against Kildare. Uh, and they were supposed to be playing a hurling match on a Saturday and then the league final on Sunday. And it was like till the very end, they got to change. But that pushed us out to extra games in September. And yeah. therefore, everyone gets, regardless, everyone gets pushed back because by the league, the group has to finish to know your quarterfinals. So, 
while it all sounds great in, in theory, I think if you can say almost, if you're thinking of it sort of in a rough sense, slide everything back, do you yeah. know what I mean? But so this, like, this get rid of like the Walsh Cups and all those, you, you, yeah. you could save yeah. time, but lads, it's a, it's a crazy question because you, again, each county is totally different. Like for example, Monaghan do the point system, right? If you don't have your county player, you get, they've experimented. Excellent points, yeah. Tyrone's as well. So, you know, while you could try and do something on a big scale, I think, you know, it'll but come like down it, to each place. It has to be like, I don't know, any successful business or anything like that, the, it has to be directed from top down. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, there's an awful lot of uh, conversations that go around club, club matches and players, and you'll see it'll, it'll gather some, some momentum on social media over a couple of weeks, and then it'll just die again because there'll be an excellent county game after being played and then all the yeah. talk about that but that's what that's, happened this year that's, that's what happened this year that's what you said it was, it was, it was, it was no. the, probably yeah. the best hurling championship in my living memory as a Kilkenny man even yeah. though I didn't win it mm-hmm. the games week after week we were, was it was unbelievable mm-hmm. like teams up by nine points at half time next minute losing that happened multiple weekends yeah. Yeah. one after the other like. it's, it's so hard because like if you take you know the club is kind of divided in two pre-seasons now and there's one guy from our club an excellent player Paul Claffey's his name so he did his pre-season in January, February March, then played, played, let's say, the championship the first couple of rounds in April, mm. and then let's say he went away travelling for six weeks, seven weeks to across Europe, then came back to his pre season again and was still in time for the championship. Yeah. That's it, yeah. So he was saying, Crazy. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is super. Yeah. Well, if we're able to do that, if everyone's able to take off eight weeks of the year yeah. and go on holidays, that, would, that would be all Yeah. Student status. Like, yeah, yeah. A few people who are, who are, who are John's age, like pushing on. You know, they, they, they have extra responsibilities. Why like, my age and your age nearly scared, can I? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but I think that's that is the next dilemma. Like we've had a brilliant year, hurling. We're locked in for that year again next year. The boys here. We can't talk about age. Gail's very sensitive about age. I'm a young thirty. I am. I'm a young thirty. Mentally, I'm twenty-one, twenty-two. Thirty going on thirteen. But look, yeah, I think look, we'll have to just see how it pans out. We've had a great hurling year. We're looking forward to another hurling year for, for for next year. But boys, obviously, you finished up here today. The formalities are over, more or less, for you. This is your last one, I think. You've got a meal later. How long are you here for after this? Friday. Friday. Friday midday. Friday midday. We're heading out. Oh, nice. Grant. So you can kick back now. Are you staying in Sydney? We yes. are. We are. Grant. Yeah. Um, we're getting thrown over playing on Wednesday. Yeah, we might make. Look, this could be our last podcast. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully we get you on you on again, lads. Look, if if anything happens, it's because Schettel did something. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't put on the parachute. I'm going to say it here now. You might cut this, the card on him. Yeah. Well, the emergency. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, no. God forbid something. <laughs> again, I, we always say mocking his kitchen, so. Yeah. Okay, we won't say that. Sorry. Safe, safe jump. It's, safe it's, jump. Over, it's over the sea. You'll be grand. You'll yeah, you'll be grand. You'll land softly. Like, I, I was told a great stat today. You know, there are more people imagine die from golf than the roof of Sky Devon. There you go. That's a fact. I did one there ten years ago. I'm here to tell the tale. So you'll yeah, be grand. There's, there's at least 25 kilos between me and you. <laughs> 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 we're saying like we're, we regret the I'm guy like a lead balloon. instructor that has to bring Schettel. Like he's going to look and he's like, who am I going to get today? And next thing Schettel comes out the corner. Like, it's like, get me a bigger shoe, boys, please. <laughs> Give me two shoes. Two shoes, double shoes. We're going to need a bigger boot. <laughs> <laughs> we have two small yeah, guys in like Sean. Some kind of five, six guy to get Schettel, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll just actually. give me a piggyback. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, we're two lads in Sean Loftus and Shane Bannon. They're going to do it as well. They're like two yeah, little paper airplanes that fall out. Yeah, they're so light. Even notice them. <laughs> oh, it's great though. Some look forward to again. Yeah, that'd be, look, that's when you're here, you get to it's do mad, those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, you know what I mean? And you might as well enjoy it. And do the harbour climb, the harbour bridge climb. That's another good one to do if you're here yeah. in Sydney if you got a bit of time. But look, we won't keep you any longer. We know you've got a meal to go back to Cheers, in, in the hotel. Thanks for giving us your time. Uh, and we'll get you on again, lads. Good yeah. fun. Thanks very much. Yeah. Thanks, very much. Cheers, thanks boys. Cheers,